did it for the gram. Welcome to episode five of Primary Paradise Teaching, how to navigate teaching in an Instagram world. Real teacher talk, friends. In a world where filtered, perfect images of teachers in perfectly organized classrooms seems to be the norm, being a good teacher can feel downright impossible. Even though we all know, put that in air quotes, that those perfect pictures are well-cropped and well-staged, Teaching today, especially as a new teacher, can be super overwhelming. Here are some of my favorite tips for navigating teaching in an Instagram world. Tip number one, don't compare. No, really. Listen, I know it's hard, but the first thing you need to learn is to stop comparing. I am talking to myself here. Don't compare yourself to the teachers you see on Instagram or the teacher next door for that matter. First, you are seeing the teeniest snippet of their day. And truthfully, it could totally be F-A-K-E fake. It's cropped and filtered. They most likely took 35 pictures or videos to get it perfect. Life is not filtered. Teaching is not filtered. So please don't allow yourself to be brought down by what you perceive is someone's reality. Number two, back away from your credit card. When you see teachers looking perfectly put together in their gorgeous classrooms with amazing flexible seating options and a congressional-sized classroom library, it can make you feel less than. It can also make you feel like you need to buy more things for your classroom. But the reality is this. It takes years and years to build a classroom library. You don't need expensive classroom items to be a good teacher. And your students do not care if you are wearing the cutest, trendiest outfit or something from Goodwill. Truly, stuff and clothes do not make you a good teacher. Number three, good teaching isn't about pretty pictures. On the same thread, being able to take pretty pictures or make super cute posters does not make you a good teacher. Good teaching takes understanding your students' needs, strong pedagogical practices, And a whole lot of hard work. I'm not saying teachers on Instagram aren't good teachers because I'm sure many are. However, just because a lesson gets thousands of likes doesn't mean it's a good lesson. Just because someone's classroom looks cute doesn't mean it's serving the needs of the students. And your students aren't their students. Your students' needs are different. So even if you don't have a perfect looking classroom, amazing handwriting, I don't or clever bulletin boards, that does not mean you are not doing an excellent job. Number four, some of the best teachers have zero followers. Number of followers does not mean someone is a great teacher. Again, they might be, but I can tell you about some amazing teachers I know who are not on social media, or if they are, they only have a handful of followers. However, they are the bomb.com, did I just date myself with that reference, And I would learn more from 20 minutes observing them than 100 Instagram posts. Number five, ask for help. Speaking of observing in another teacher's classroom, do it. If you can, spend some time in other teachers' classrooms. Veteran teachers are a wealth of knowledge. And if you are a veteran teacher, newer teachers are also a wealth of knowledge because they likely learned new practices in teacher college. If you can, 
reach out to teachers in your school in the real world when you need help and listen to their advice. If you don't feel like you can reach out to anyone at your school, there are fantastic teacher Facebook groups, I have one, to talk with like-minded teachers. Number six, good teaching is messy. I'm not talking, here's a really cute picture of me looking kind of exasperated with a caption about something that was kind of hard but ended up on a bright note or with a funny cliche, messy. I'm talking paper all over the floor, completely failed lesson, stopping to discuss why calling someone poopy McButtpants is an inappropriate thing to do, crying on the way home and realize you haven't eaten anything all day or peed because you were working so hard, messy. Even if teachers try to keep it real on social media, which I try to do myself, you can't quite capture it all. It's a messy, hard profession. My aunt, who taught for years and years, used to say, if teaching is easy, you are doing it wrong. Sure, every moment isn't hard forever, but it's an ever-changing, boundary-pushing profession that asks a lot of you. So if it's messy and hard, it's okay. You are doing great. Number seven, you have to do the work. Although I personally sell a fair amount of no prep resources, teaching is not a no prep job. In order to be a great teacher, you have to do the work. You need to research and learn continually because you are working with humans who will and have new and complex needs every year and honestly every day. When something isn't working, Ask for help from a mentor, crack open some professional development books, like actual books, or Google it. I'm not saying you should live at school at all, and I'm all for self-care and mental well-being, but there will be days you have to get there early, stay late, and fall into bed totally exhausted. Those days tend to be more frequent as a new teacher, but even veteran teachers still have to put in the work. Number eight, if you take anything away from this, please pay attention to this one. Number eight, be careful and follow the law. If you are sharing parts of your teaching experience and your classroom on Instagram or Facebook, social media in general, be very careful. First, do not, do not, please do not post pictures of students. Do not post pictures and videos during contract hours. I am not a lawyer, so I cannot give you legal advice, but I definitely read your teaching contract carefully and be cautious. Besides the ethical implications, you could end up in big legal trouble. And just because someone else does it, that doesn't make it okay. On that note, your school's social media release form is not the same as your teacher Instagram social release form. So, Even if your school has your students sign a form saying, yes, you can post my picture on social media, that does not clear you to post pictures of your students on your teacher gram or business social media. Number nine, follow those who make you feel good. If every time a certain person's post pops up on your feed and it makes you feel less than, icky, jealous, etc., That's probably not someone you should follow on social media. Instead, follow the teachers who make you feel good, who will uplift you, and who aren't setting unattainable expectations. And on the same thought, just follow accounts in general that make you feel happy, teaching-related or not. And by the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, ha ha ha, it's at Primary Paradise. 
but really follow the people who make you feel good. And if someone doesn't make you feel good, don't follow them. If you need to, block them so they don't see them at all. Number 10, follow those who challenge you. But you do not want to create an echo chamber. In addition to the accounts that make you feel good, be sure to follow teachers who challenge you, cause you to think, and help you grow. I'm not talking about people who simply make you feel bad because they have a million followers, they always look perfect, and their classroom looks like an actual Starbucks. I mean, follow people who push you to think about your instruction, who open your eyes to the struggles of other people groups, who share great professional development books, articles, and pedagogical ideas. Number 11, and yes, it pains me that we're ending on an odd number, but it is what it is. Number 11, be yourself and focus on your classroom first. When you share on social media, I urge you to be yourself as opposed to mimicking what others are doing. You are unique and you bring a unique set of skills, perspectives, and ideas to the classroom. So share that with the world. And of course, focus on your classroom first. If you're only doing something in your classroom because it will look good on Instagram, that's probably something you should rethink because ultimately your first, only, and most important job as a teacher is to teach your students in your classroom with integrity and passion, no matter what anyone else is doing on Instagram. 